0: Hey, I know you're probably driving or running or cleaning the house or doing something else when you're listening to this, but look, if you're a B2B marketer and you need to start generating revenue from your marketing, then you have to check out our 12-week program the B2B Incubator. It's built for small in-house B2B marketing teams with limited time and budget. We give you the strategy, the templates, and the tools to start driving revenue, not just leads. So if you're ready to act on all the advice Kevin and I give you, next time you take that first sip of coffee in the morning, make sure you head to the B2B Incubator and apply now. There's only 10 spots available per cohort with our next one launching at the end of May, 2024. Remember, the B2B Incubator, apply now so you don't miss out. We've had B2B marketing managers, CMOs, marketers in demand generals, content leads, and more all go through this program and they're currently executing the demand strategy that they've created. Some are now even contributing as much as 80% of the pipeline to their business after working through it. Make sure you check out the b2bincubator.com and apply now to start driving more demand and more revenue for your brand. Okay, let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to the B2B Playbook podcast. Each week we discuss strategies and tactics to help B2B businesses grow
1: online. We're your hosts, Kevin and George, a couple of digital marketing professionals. We've waded through the noise and made the mistakes so you don't have to.
0: The B2B world has
1: changed and
0: you need to put your customers at the heart of your marketing.
1: We'll cover how you can use our framework, the five B's, to create a brand that customers are ready to buy from, love and advocate for.
0: We'll get insights from successful people in the industry and cover the latest trends to keep
1: you on the cutting edge of the B2B world. If you're interested in B2B marketing strategies and tactics that work, then this podcast is for you. Subscribe to get the latest from the B2B playbook first. Remember, Successful B2B marketing starts with the buyer.
0: Welcome back to the B2B playbook. Kevin, I'm normally pretty excitable, but I'm particularly excited today. Oh, why's that, George? Well, Kevin, as you know, I mean, we put the finishing touches on the B2B Incubator, our strategy development program. We finished that a couple of weeks ago. We've had plenty of interest in it. And we're very excited to be working with uh, TED Marketers starting in August to actually implement our 5Bs framework into their business. So I'm absolutely pumped for that.
1: Yeah, George, uh, I completely share that sentiment. It's really exciting to see that that's... um pretty much done now from our end and we're ready to share that with the world and hopefully uh, a lot of marketers will get value from that program and as as you've been uh kindly marshalling for us all the interest into that into that program it's exciting to see that that's about to roll out so yeah can't wait to see what sort of impact uh, that will have
0: yeah kev just uh, for context for the listeners it is really the the one-to-one consulting work that Kevin and I do for businesses, uh, but this time At scale, we wanna put 10 people through it at once. So it's a mixture of uh, pre-recorded videos, plus we give you templates that we use inside of businesses to do exactly what we need to do to implement the five Bs. So there's awesome templates, there's videos, there's slides, there's a lot of notes to go along with it. So it really suits all the different ways of learning Kev. And it's not just learning, it's all about implementing and also, building a network with the other nine B2B marketers uh, who are in, I guess, like a similar, smaller marketing team to you and you can work together and implement it all together.
1: Yeah, that's the power of this format, this uh, cohort format that we are want to build into this program, the B2B incubator. And uh, yeah, hopefully that will, that will add some additional benefits to it that really people don't get a chance to access when they're listening to the podcast just by itself or when you're going through one-on-one, you don't get that opportunity to network and discuss and share learnings along the way because you know learning from different experiences, uh, applications of the same idea in different uh, use cases, that's really going to help ground and compound the learnings over time and improve the learning speed. So that's really why we set it up. And hopefully, as George said, it will be at the same time a very good way to help us scale that process of sharing the framework.
0: That's it. So if you guys, if you want to implement the five B's in your business, if you want to learn how to generate and close demand, uh, head to the b2bincubator.com. That's where you'll find the application to apply and to be one of 10 B2B marketers and join the journey with us. If you have any questions on it specifically, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. And Kev, I think we just got our first sponsorship. I think it's us, the B2B Incubator.
1: Yeah, that's it. We're sponsoring ourselves. Does that count as cheating for getting our first sponsor? I guess not.
0: <laughs> well, Kev, we have had offers that, uh, you know, to be honest, we just felt it was a little bit early for us. And we've we've knocked them back so far and just really wanted to focus on just delivering as great content as we can as possible. We know that these episodes are really evergreen and it's so awesome to see that every week, pretty much every episode gets listened to now which is pretty cool. I mean, we're at episode 49 and every week, at least one person is listening to every episode we've ever recorded. So we know that the value there is huge. And I think, Kev, it just makes sense for us to wait a bit longer. And for now, let's just sponsor ourselves.
1: 48, George. Episode 48. But you're right. Uh, it is um, something that we consider very carefully uh, in terms of sponsorship. It's got to bring value for our listeners. It's got to make sense for our listeners to actually add a lot of value to them for us to really seriously consider the sponsorship. And I think hopefully the B2B incubator will bring a lot of value.
0: All right, Kev. right, I've been a busy boy packing for my holiday. Uh, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, episode 48. So listeners. You've been following us along as we talk about how to be seen with ads. And previously we talked about the first step is building a feedback loop from your helpful content to ads. Last week we talked about how to then understand the different ad channels, whether that's the ones that are currently available uh, in development and growing, or are yet to come and yet to be developed. We give you a framework for really understanding any of those ad channels that you come across. And this week we're taking that next step to pick the right channels. As with most things that we talk about, we do have a framework for doing this, um, and it's a simple one this week. George, do you wanna take us through the framework?
0: Absolutely, Kev, it's a pretty simple framework. The first step in the framework is to first find the channels with the audience reach and channel development direction that best matches your Dream 100 and your target audience. So where is it that your Dream 100 are hanging out online? And then based on the episode that we went through last week, Kev, is that platform, that place that these dream customers are hanging out online, is that moving in the direction that matches the one that you're going in? So Kev, we said for us last week that we're investing heavily in LinkedIn because we believe that LinkedIn and their vision is going to be very closely aligned to ours. So we don't think that they're going to pull the rug out from under us anytime soon. And it makes sense to keep investing in that channel.
1: That's exactly it. Listeners, as George is saying, the aim here is to find those channels that have the best audience reach and the channel development direction that best matches yours.
0: Kev, the second step in that framework is now we've got a list of places that our Dream 100 are actually hanging out online. And we've narrowed that down to the ones that best match the direction that we're going in. Let's have a look and see, well, which of these channels is going to have the most impact on our business? So which is the best fit?
1: Yeah, so a quick example, going back to what we were talking about last week, LinkedIn probably is one that is particularly powerful for us, particularly LinkedIn ads, um, as opposed to maybe something like Microsoft search ads. That's also owned by Microsoft. It also has some of the additional benefits that Microsoft gives you in terms of moving in the right direction with the audience in terms of uh, being able to use some of those audiences that come from LinkedIn that's based on business data, um, people's job positions, uh, companies, company sizes, things like that. But looking at those different options, you might pick a few that has the most impact for your business. So for George and myself, We looked at those options and we said, okay, maybe in the future LinkedIn ads is gonna be a more powerful channel for us versus Microsoft ads because LinkedIn ads allows us to jump into those spaces where our audience is already congregated um, a bit easier, uh, potentially uh, share our helpful content a bit easier because it's more visual, there's um, ability to upload videos and, and audio bytes that we do as part of the podcast that's a better channel for us to service our audience and to grow our business have more impact than search ads on Microsoft, which uh, by definition is more text-based and less effective in sort of spreading helpful content the way we want to.
0: Kev, I'll just add that our listeners can go through their Dream 100 and they can look at grouping the actual channels within that Dream 100 and then look at where can we get the best bang for our buck. So within your Dream 100, being the places that your dream customers hang out online already, they might hang out on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. But if you've actually mapped out exactly the communities that they're hanging in uh, on each of those platforms, then you can then look at it and actually count, okay, on LinkedIn as a platform, how many communities, how many different areas on LinkedIn are our dream customers hanging out? Is it more places than they hang out on YouTube? Is it more than Instagram? Are there more LinkedIn uh, influencers, I guess, or people who influence their purchasing decision? Are there more of those on LinkedIn than Instagram or YouTube or Facebook? And you can basically just tally them up and go, okay, it looks like, yes, they're on a couple of different platforms, but it looks like, at least to begin with, That most communities are hanging out on LinkedIn. So let's invest our resources, both organic and paid there first.
1: Well, there you go, listeners. That's how you do that step two of looking at your options and figuring out which ad channels are going to have the most impact for your business.
0: All right, folks, quick breather here. In my time in B2B marketing, generally I've come to realize that there are just certain tools that can be an absolute game changer. And that's why I'm really excited to talk about Leadfeeder. Uh, It's a tool that helps you cut through the data and turn those website visitors into solid leads and opportunities for your business. Leadfeeder shows you which companies are checking out your site, tracking their behavior, and it integrates all of this with your CRM. And the result is it's Basically, like a secret weapon for targeted lead engagement. And it really makes it easier for your team to convert website traffic into sales. Head to leadfeeder.com, give it a free demo. And you'll also get a free extended premium trial when you let the rep know that you found out about Lead Feeder through the B2B Playbook podcast. That's leadfeeder.com. Okay, check it out. Back to the show.
1: What's step three, George?
0: Yeah, Kev, well, once we've decided on a channel, let's say LinkedIn, you wanna try the free version of that channel to really ensure there's an audience fit with your business. So Kev, for us at the B2B Playbook, you know, we hypothesized that LinkedIn was the best place to do that. And what we did first, and this is what we do for our clients as well, is we use organic methods first to try and reach that audience. And so we did that in a number of ways. We do that with uh, text posts from your personal account, uh different multimedia posts from your personal account also from a company account you establish um, relationships with people in certain communities. For us, that's a lot of different B2B marketing communities and start partaking in discussions there. So we're really learning about that audience that's on that platform and make sure that they are the right fit for our business. And what were we looking for, Kev? We were looking for B2B marketers who really wanted to step up their B2B marketing game, who really wanted the strategy that worked. And people who are really eager to learn. And we absolutely have found that on LinkedIn. So always work your way in first, always try the free version of that channel to make sure there's that audience fit. And Kev, there's benefits beyond just finding that audience fit. It's actually getting to know some of your dream customers in those communities, picking up on what it is that they actually care about, picking up on what language it is that they use. So you can essentially ingrain yourself into that community and you can take all those learnings and eventually, Kev, work that into step four, which is uh, leveraging paid versions of that channel.
1: I'll just jump in here, George, before you move on to step four. Listeners, step three might sound pretty familiar and something you probably already have done by the time you get to testing ad channels. And hopefully, if you followed our framework and the right steps through that process, You've already verified that the channels that you want to run ads on, the organic versions already work and you can already reach the audience that you want to reach on those channels. Um, That's really what we've been talking about in the be helpful stage and be ready as well. Um, So hopefully this step three in this part of the framework of figuring out which channels is best for you uh, in terms of the paid channels doesn't take you that long. It's just a matter of running through that mental exercise of confirming that, yes, the organic version of this channel works. Here's how it works, why it works, uh, the audiences that you can reach that aligns. And so there you have that fresh in your mind as you go into step four.
0: That's it, Kevin. All that awesome work that you did in the organic space with getting to know your dream customers, really knowing where it is within that channel that they're hanging out, you can leverage all that information and... Uh, put that into the paid version of that particular channel to really maximize your reach. An awesome example I saw of this, Kevin, was Chili Piper. So they worked really hard to ingrain themselves in the B2B marketing community, the demand gen B2B marketing community specifically, for at least the last six months. They did that by really growing their company profile, being super active, engaging with people, their employees engaged with the wider community too. And then, Kev, I saw them start to run paid advertising. And the first bit of paid advertising I saw them start to run on LinkedIn was actually a case study of uh, people who were quite influential and recognizable in this little B2B niche community that I'm in uh, and showing them having done case studies of what it's like to work with Chili Piper's software. So that ad is going to be so much more effective, Kevin, because they are showing like on the cover of that ad, a face that everyone is familiar with. That person that they've shown, everyone identifies with their problems, with their challenges. And then thirdly, everyone knows that Chili Piper is like a great, friendly, helpful company is offering a solution. So that ad is going to go so much further than um, if you just jumped into this paid channel had no experience in it and going, okay, we don't know what's going to work. Let's just A, B test a whole lot of stuff until the cows come home and until we hopefully strike gold.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, George. Um, Listeners, we actually talked about that specific piece of helpful content or helpful ad in this case in a previous episode. So make sure to check that out. Uh, George does talk through the use of that familiar face, influential face as we analyze that piece of helpful content in the form of an ad. Um, but totally agree with you, George. Um, it's definitely it's definitely a powerful use of this concept that we're talking about here where you're leveraging uh, the learnings that you've taken, whether that's from your dream customers, from uh, your customer avatars, from the conversations you've had and working your way in and being helpful and leveraging that in the paid versions of the same channels that you were having success on before. So that. You know that information helps you inform the messaging informs the targeting so that you really maximize your reach and the value that you get from that ad dollar spend and kev
0: we hate vanity metrics here but i'll tell you what chili piper's ad uh the way that you know that it's working really well is and the ad itself actually has a whole lot of engagements it has like you know at least 70 80 likes on the ad itself and kev I would also like to brag a little bit and say that the ads that we help create for our clients, the content that we run as ads, it actually all of them have at least you know forty to fifty likes, not from their employees, but from their dream customers. These ads get shared because they actually reflect the problems, the challenges, and the solutions that resonate with these dream customers.
1: Just a little taste, the listeners. There you go. That's some solid proof that this works this way of doing paid ads to be seen actually works and it works a lot better than traditional ways of approaching this that you might have ported across from B2C or you've seen ported across from the B2C world it's a little different in the B2B world doing ads well there you go listeners Um, that's the framework for choosing the right channels for your business uh, when you're running B2B marketing start with that aim of finding channels that Align best with the audience reach and channel development direction that best matches your dream customers and your target audience Then look at all your options and figure out the ones that have the most impact with for your business Then look at all your options and figure out which ones are likely to have the most impact on your business This is where your dream 100 list comes back in as George said analyze that list group them Rank them and just count them in terms of which ones have the most crossover. Those are probably the best channels to start testing first. And when you do start testing the channels, go for the organic ones, uh, go for the organic versions of those channels, test it out, see if you can verify that audience fit with your business. You might have already done this in the be helpful stage. It's just a matter of ticking that box in your head that you've done that. And then finally, where you get to actually running those paid ads in that particular channel to maximize the impact, make sure uh, that you remember that you're using your feedback loop, you're using your dream customer, you're using your customer avatars to inform the targeting and messaging. George, I think this is probably one of those topics that comes up most in terms of our actual day-to-day work, in terms of what we actually do for a living um, outside of the podcast space, outside of running the incubator often we're looking at this process of how to improve ads how to improve the results for our clients or people that we consult for and so a few process notes or tips for running this process again it is very important to revisit your dream 100 list i think as you said there and as we've covered a few times in this one framework that idea of the dream 100 keeps coming back it's so important to get that right and be ready and then to constantly go back to it and utilize it because it really ties everything together and makes you stick to that feedback loop and make sure that you're using all the information you're collecting as you go through and build on that be helpful stage and be seen I think, George, it's also really important once you've started ads and you started pulling together ads to go back and visit the feedback that you get and visit the content that's worked and see where there's crossover potentially that you can reuse some of that information um, or helpful content. Oftentimes, you, know, you don't need to create an ad from scratch. A lot of the stuff is already decided for you because that's what's worked in the past with your Be Helpful content. So make sure to go back to that. And, and really pick it out for you. Uh, maybe it's sticking to the same sort of helpful content in the same channels that worked organically and just porting across some of those in the paid versions.
0: Kev, I'll also add that when we're looking at what we should be using paid media to push to our dream customers, it's really good to consider to consider the five stages of awareness. So just like the content that you're pushing out there, you should really use different paid ads in conjunction with your content to cover each of the five stages for each audience that you're trying to reach. So remember, listeners, that we are acting as the Sherpa to assist that buyer on their journey. It is their journey, uh, but we just wanna make sure that all that content that suits, that suits their five stages of awareness is there ready for them to consume when they want it. And paid ads is a way of guaranteeing that that message will be seen.
1: Yeah, exactly, George. And it's just another way of hitting some of those stages of awareness with the right content, the right audience at the right time. I think the last one I wanted to add here, George, um, and a tip to, to take away for our listeners and something we covered off in the last Um, in the last episode is remember not to sit on your laurels Um, again just a reminder to our listeners that you might need to move on to that next channel if you're not getting any sort of traction that you're hoping for that seems to suggest that it has potential to take off maybe that channel just isn't right for you maybe that our channel needs some rethinking Um, maybe it's just not the right time for your particular brand and your audience maturity um, particularly on the organic side, maybe it needs to rethink in terms of how much helpful audience you need to put out there. Um, so don't sit on your laurels, move on to the next one if you think you need a shakeup in your approach. And also keep in mind the time frame for traction that George and I went through before in a previous episode, like uh, what are the sort of things that you should be looking for when you first start rolling out your be helpful content um, at the three month mark, at the six month mark and so on. Don't give up too early on organic, but with ads, there should be a much quicker cycle. And so make sure not to sit on your laurels. And if the time's right, jump onto the next channel.
0: Absolutely. All right, Kev, the key takeaways for today. Decide your best paid channels to explore based on which gives you the best reach for your Dream 100 and Dream customers. You want to do that now and in the future. Listeners, you've got to test free versions first to try and get a gauge on the effectiveness before scaling your ad investment. And finally, Kev and listeners, go back to your content feedback for messaging and Dream 100 for targeting. So remember, keep improving your ads and test new channels just as you would with content.
1: Awesome run out, right George. All right, listeners, next week, we're going to go through some of the common B2B pay channels and our favorite places to get started, and that will round out our discussion about be seen with ads. You can find links to everything we've discussed in the show notes. And as always, we're grateful that each week, more and more marketers tune in each Monday. If we can ask one thing, it would be to please leave us a short review on whatever platform you listen on, or even better, pass it on to someone that you think will get value from the show. It's an amazing help to us, to them, and we'd really, really appreciate it. Take care and see you next week, listeners.
0: Thank you, Kev. Thank you, listeners. Take care and catch you next week. A quick note before you go, listeners. You can find more great content and get in touch with us at
1: theb2bplaybook.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and our newsletter while you're there to get the latest news, tips, and resources from our playbook.
0: We'll be back the same day and same time with another episode next
1: week. Thanks for tuning in to the B2B Playbook. Remember, successful B2B marketing starts with the buyer.